So, uh, I started on something else, and then I said, well, Thanksgiving's just literally right around the corner. And uh, I don't know what it is, but lately it seems like time is just flying by. It's just one thing after another, and then it's coming up. And, um, I want to talk about thanks, because uh, I feel like that we don't do that enough in general. And, of course, the day of Thanksgiving gets eclipsed by between Halloween and Christmas. And it's not real careful, you'll just skip right over it. But uh, thanks is important. Thanksgiving is mentioned several times in the Word. And uh, we look at examples of Philippians 4 and 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. And there's many other verses that Talk about thanksgiving. Be thankful for our times and our trials. To be thankful as we wait and, and do all these things. We see that thanksgiving becomes a important part of our relationship with God. And we know that everything that God does, He has His purpose. And... Uh, Having a, a thankful heart and having a connection of thanksgiving that goes along with prayer. And we look at this verse today, it says, be, be careful, be anxious for nothing. And God doesn't worry, want us to worry about anything. He tells us he takes care of the little birdies. They don't have to worry about what they're going to eat. That He's going to take care of us too. And we're not meant to live a life that is in fear, that is doubtful, that is makes us anxious and we're not supposed to be in worry and doubt and we're not supposed to have all these ill feelings because we have the Lord. We have him that is overseeing us, is taking care of us and is seeing through things. We're supposed to live by faith, knowing that everything's going to be okay, knowing that everything's going to be taken care of, knowing there was a way and through the other side because the Lord does Take care of us. And that we should be thankful for. Now, we have to condition ourselves. Faith is not something that comes easy. It's not something that comes natural to us. It's something that we have to work at. We have to to build upon. We have to build up. And Thanksgiving can be the same way. You know, we almost have a a reactive response when it comes to being thankful. We, someone does something for us, they hold a door, thank you. They give us a present, thank you. It's almost something that we do involuntary when we say it because that's how we've been programmed to do. But are we really thankful? You know, a good way to look at that is is when we talk about going through hard times, trials, tribulations, these things when we're having to wait on God to help us and see us through. You know, we've seen Paul talk about it when he's shipwrecked, when he's in prison, and he's, he's thankful because he has the Lord with him. 
And a lot of times for us, it's hard to do that because there's so much of a environmental pressure and there's an emotional response to the circumstances that are happening to us that thanks is the furthest thing from our minds. And that's a tool of Satan to be able to use these uncomfortable times in our lives to make us question, you know, whisper, how can God really love you if he's allowing you to experience these things? How can God really love you if he allows this to happen, if he allows that to happen? And we have to remember who God is and that God does not do these things. He does not point to a person and says cancer. He does not point to a child and say leukemia. He does not give us these things that are of the world that bring us down. These things come from sin. They come from the fallen nature. They come from the curse. They come from the dark side. They come from Satan. Now, God, he does allow us to go through these things, both to make us come to him for our benefit and all because we have that choice that we can push him away if we so to do so. We have two choices in life. We can either live with God or we can live without him. We can choose heaven or we can choose hell. You know, and that's just the, the long-term version of it. Many people choose not to believe, not to follow, because they do not want to be with God. That's what heaven is, is to be with God. Hell is to be without God. But hell sounds such like an unsavory place that we choose to be without God now, but we want to be with him later on for eternity because it sounds better than the alternative. That, my friends, is not being thankful. That is not what God wants for us. He wants us to be with him not for his selfishness, not for his pleasure, but for ours, for our comfort, to be restored to back to where we are supposed to be. We are his creation. We are, he is our source for everything. Now with, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known. Now, we've talked about in the past what happens when we make our request known to God. Now, there's some challenge to that because for the most part, we ask for something and do not see immediate results. It's very seldom that, it's, that things line up where we wake up the next morning and everything's changed or the results are instant. God comes when the timing is absolutely perfect. God happens in small increments. God happens gradually. God asks us to be faithful, to build faith, to be patient, and waiting on him to act or for the miracle to manifest helps us to do these things. 
Now, I've told you before that we get into a, a situation where we ask, nothing happens, so we ask again. We ask, nothing happens, and we ask again. And we come into this pattern that we do over and over again because we feel that God doesn't hear us. We don't see any kind of response. So we want to make sure. God, in case you missed it the first time, I still have this problem. And then a day or so goes by or the next day or the next moment, and he's like, God, I still have this problem. I just you know, don't see anything happening. And even when we have a great feeling of peace, you know, God, God does that for us. And when we, we live in faith, there's times that we just have that peace wash over us. Have you ever experienced that? Have you ever had an approaching situation, but you just knew somewhere deep inside that it was going to turn out in your favor? That you knew that it was going to be handled, that you was going to be taken care of? And people get some bad news at the doctor's office and, and they tell them, they, Doc, don't worry about it. Everything's going to be okay. Now, that's not what the results show. It's not what the paperwork says. There are all these things on there, but you, you just know. And that comes from having that experience with God, that you've seen it in the past. You felt his presence. You know that he's there for you. And sometimes he just gives you just a little bit extra love just to let you know that he's there. And you let that wash over you. You just know that everything's going to to be okay. But still, we always have these, we have these periods of time that we have to wait, that we've asked for it. And when we have that, that feeling of peace, that what we were just talking about, another thing that we could call that is, that is receiving from God. You ask Him for something, you receive it. God, I ask you, I know that you hear me. I know this is in what's in your power. I know this is your will. I know that it's going to be done. I receive it. I take it as mine. It's like you go to the store and you walk in and you see an item on display. And you want it. Well, you can't have the particular one that's on display because that's the display item. What you have to do is you have to order one. So you go up to the counter, you pay your money, and then within so many business days, your item's going to show up. But you aren't concerned about it showing up. You're not concerned about what it's going to look like. You've already seen it. You know what to expect. You've touched it. you felt it. Uh, you've received it. You know that it's on the way. All the details have been set in place and you're just waiting for it to show up. And you don't have any kind of reservations about that because you've done it before. It happens. This is the way it works. There's no reason to have any kind of anxiety about it. You already received it. That's how we should be with God. We know that all the paperwork is done. Everything is taken care of. All we have to do is just wait for the actual item to show up. And that's our miracle. That's our response. That's our result. Whatever it is that we are asking God for.
So what is it that we are supposed to do in the meantime? You know, we kind of now we have this awkwardness between us and God because we've asked for this thing and now what? We're not going to talk about it anymore? It's important in our life. We're wanting it so bad. We're desperate for it. Well, we've asked for it, so we're not supposed to keep asking for it again because that's not staying in faith. That's not believing. That's just kind of resetting the clock on our faith because it's telling God that we are not sure that he heard us, that he's going to do it. Think about a little kid. They ask you, hey, mom, hey, dad, can we go Saturday and get ice cream? Yes. Yes, we can go Saturday and get ice cream. And that is the end of the story. We have put our seal upon it. We have said yes. And there's no reason for that to change. But then maybe the next day, Tuesday comes around. Hey, mom. Hey, dad. Are we still going Saturday to get ice cream? Well, of course, nothing has changed. There's no reason to doubt us getting that ice cream. And then Wednesday comes. And for some reason, Mom, Dad, we still going for ice cream on Saturday? Really looking forward to that ice cream. Well, yes. You've already asked for it. I've already said yes. Nothing has changed. And then we just keep going on and on and on. It's we have that fear and anxiety that something's going to happen and we're not going to get that thing that we so desperately want and we have to have some kind of reinsurance. Those are all humanly traits. So what we have to understand is, and that's why I like to talk about the human side of people so much, is so we can understand it, so we know how to satisfy it, you know, uh, as humans, we're, we're three parts. We got the, the flesh and the spirit and the soul. You know, what makes us up? That connection with God and then the body, of course, we're in. And there has to be balance and harmony amongst the three. And if we can find ways that we can satisfy all three things in a godly, spiritual way, we'll have a lot more harmony in our entire life. You know, the flesh is constantly wanting things of the world. It's constantly driven by feelings and emotions, and it needs some sort of stimulation, some reassurance. But there's ways that we can look at it from a spiritual point of view, that we can give it spiritual stimulation that we can use our connection with God to be able to utilize all three things. And that's where thanksgiving comes in to play. So how do we talk to God about a subject that we've already asked him about without asking him again. How about we thank him 
for what he's doing. And see, that's hard for us because we're reactive creatures, especially when it comes to thanks. Somebody does something for us and then we thank them. It's that, hey, open the door, thank you. Hand you the present, thank you. So being thankful up front is, is different. You know, we don't want to be giddy over something. We don't want to do something in return. We want to make sure everything's all fair and worked out as humans. So we don't do our part so somebody does their part for them. We were responsive. So the work in faith, we have to do just the opposite. We have to believe, we have to ask, and we have to wait. But while we do so, we can be thankful. Lord, I'd just like you to know that I'm grateful for what you're doing, Father. I'm thanking you that the situation that you're taking care of, that I know that this is on the way, that I know that you're taking care of it. Be thankful. Another thing that we have to work on is when it comes to the Lord is are we really thankful? Are we really thankful? Because we all have things that we've asked for and then once we receive it, we kind of lose the gratitude. We kind of forget what the source was and where it came from. And so many times that we want to call it something else. We want to see it as something else. I came up with this terminology the other day and uh, I was trying to fit it in a standalone message and just hasn't gotten there yet. Passive blessings. You know, there's things in our lives that we have that are, are passive. Like the airbags in your car, for instance, is a passive restraint. Which means they're sitting there, they're not doing absolutely nothing until you need them. And then when you do... They work. The little pressure sensors in the front, they go off. The, it's, everything's calculated with speed and time and, and impact and all these things. And then poof, there they are. But it's nothing that you did. You don't have to push a button. You don't have to think about it. You just have to wait for it to happen. The smoke detectors in your house, that is a passive alarm. They do absolutely nothing until they detect smoke, and then they sound. What we don't realize is, is that God is doing all kinds of things for us each and every day without us even asking. Passive blessings. God is in each and everything that we do. 
He is in each and everything that we see. He is all around us. We are immersed in God. So to think that he uh, is not taking care of things is crazy because he is. He is taking care of each and every situation. He is watching us as we go along. Have you ever started to step out in the traffic and then for some reason you look back the second time and then, whoo, that was a close one. Do you think that was just you? That was God. When good fortune comes your way, whether it be in a, a check you wasn't supposed to, you didn't know you was going to get, or a $5 off coupon at the Waffle House, these are passive blessings. Good things that God is allowing to happen to you. And we have so much negativity in our lives, and we have so much stuff that we do that is problematic that we tend to overlook the little things. A smile, a thank you, a nice gesture. These are the things that God is orchestrating in your life to bring you a little bit of happiness, a little bit of pleasure. The people that you meet that are impactful for you, that are helpful for you, that bring you joy, that is not by accident. God is meshing you together. And then we just kind of just brush it off. So we... uh we're not, we're not thankful. But these are the kind of things that we should be thanking God for. And one thing that we should do is, is start to really examine our lives and see what there is to be thankful for. Because perhaps if we started adding up all the little things, they would start counteracting some of the big things that seem to be an influence in our life. The things that's taking us away from the stuff that is really doing things for us. And we can, we can reflect. At the end of the day, that's a good time to reflect before you go to bed. You're laying there, you're thinking, okay, what happened good in my life today? And it doesn't have to be anything huge. Think about the little red bird that you watched and it brought you pleasure as you did it. Think about... The, the good meal that you had, the good fellowship, all the, the little things. You know, things that we take for granted, that you're, you're healthy, that your children are doing well, that there is a, a roof above your head, there's food on your table, and you're having your needs met. These are things of God and things that we can be thankful for. So what we need to do is, is to start incorporating that as part of our life. It's so easy to talk about what we don't have, what we're missing, how bad things are, but to be grateful for what you do have. And while we are waiting 
for the things to take place. Be grateful. Talk to the Lord. Tell him, thank you. And after a while, it'll start becoming a pattern. It'll start becoming how you do things. And then we're starting to shift out of that negative mindset into a more positive mindset. And it'll start bleeding over into to other parts of your life. And then imagine what you like look like as an example then is someone that's grateful for everything that happens. Because even we can be thankful in the storms because that is allowing us to get closer to God. It's allowing us to build our faith. It's allowing us to grow as people and become stronger and be able to battle the next time something else happens and comes around. Everything that God does is with purpose. Everything that we go through is with purpose. Everything can be turned around to use for our good. So we have no reason not to be thankful. God says, be careful. Be not anxious for nothing. And in everything, prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known. God, I need this and thank you because I know that you're going to do it. We need to change our attitude so that we are throwing down that thanks. Not in response, but in ahead of time, knowing that that situation, that need, that want is being taken care of. Because that is who God is.